another episode of the Hooray for Jose podcast. As always, I am Jose and my co-host, Jay Nick. Nick. What up? That's much, man. Up? How you been? It's been yeah. a whole week. Dude, it's been a hell of a weekend, yeah. man. What'd you do this weekend? <sighs> Friday, I chilled. Friday, I didn't do anything too crazy. I just fucking smoked and had some beers and then just didn't go out Friday. But Saturday, UFC 218. That was so badass, dude. Yeah. And for once, I, I, I think I went five for six in my picks. Mm-hmm. Usually, whatever I pick, it's just the opposite. Goes wrong. The other, just the outcome's the opposite. And I always lose my ass and so all my bets. So you actually did good on your bets. I did good. I did good. And it was sick. How much did you come up on? It's not, you know, a you, so dollar you, amount doesn't matter, okay? No, no. The, the, the thing is, <laughs> I, I can already see what kind of happened. Is that you were like so used to like, oh, man, I'm... I'm most likely gonna lose so you didn't bet as high as you usually do exactly well, and like yeah. now and then after you won you're like son of a bitch dude and like if i would have bet like i was before i would have yeah. came out pretty pretty strong the first time when i first joined DraftKings, so DraftKings is super cool it's like fantasy football but for mma yeah like you know they have an mma side of things and when i first started i got like third the second week uh second the second week so i started good and then just tank seventh Seventh, sixth, seventh, like just it was doing horrible on my picks. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, so I definitely had to cut down the amount that I was betting just because it's fucking. You, you're it's you're flying bet. through fucking cash. It's hard to bet. And not only that, mixed martial arts is hard to bet on just because. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. If you have a bad day or something, like say you have a, a you know, on a football team, you know, I think I've said this before, on the, you know, if you fuck up, mm-hmm. you know, it's you're the only one fucking up. Or, I mean, you have a whole team to back you. So it's not all, everything's not just on you making the right play. But in yeah. MMA, it's just you. So it's like, it, it's definitely hard to bet on MMA. So, oh, I, I bet it's hard to bet on any sport, really, dude. Yeah. You don't know how a team's going to perform, if they're going to come in like wanting it, if the, uh, the, the fighter's going to come in like actually perform, or he might yeah. get caught. You're gonna be like, oh shit! Did not fucking expect. It. Like with the the only highlights I really saw was the, the Overeem where he got his head knocked Over, off his yeah. goddamn shoulders. So I I, I picked Ngannou. Overeem was the underdog, but I mean, the, well, it was he, hard. he he got knocked out before by what's his face? A lot of people. Joe Rogan <laughs> said he. I think he got stopped like 13 times. They they did a break a breakdown. It was like 13 times. Like that's but, a lot of times who, to get who, stopped. Who's the last guy who knocked him out? Because supposedly. Fuck, the, he's the, always bo- getting both, knocked both out. guys are supposed to fight each other next, supposedly. Well, he he fought. Um, I know he got knocked out by Stipe Mojacic. So, uh-huh. he, and I believe that was in the second. But he was doing good in the beginning. But mm-hmm. the problem is, is as time goes by, you can only fight so many so many times. Yeah. I mean, you can only especially get knocked out. So getting knocked, many times. yeah, dude, it, it takes a big yeah. toll on your. Fucking and so brain. I noticed in the fight yesterday. Uh, and Ghana, whenever he would like, kind of like make him react, you know, mm-hmm. he he was using feints well. And Alistair Overeem went like that and fainted really hard. So I think Ngannou saw that and he's like, dude, this guy's so afraid to get hit get by hit me. Again. Like, I'm going to be able well, to send feints. Well, didn't he just set the record for like the, hitting like the hardest? And like, yeah. The- I, they, they did like this thing where you, you punch it and it senses like it, it gauges how strong your punch is. And mm-hmm. he has like one of the highest. Yeah, in the rate. world. He bro- he. Broke the record, yeah. Like shattered the record, yeah. So imagine getting he he might be slower than other guys, but if he gets a hold of you, you're fucked. He dude. looked pretty fast last night. Dude. Well, dude, he made Overeem fly to the fucking mat like nothing, and yeah. Overeem's a big his dude. Uh, his toes were curled. He was just like he was starched. Like that's the yeah. definition of starching like, your opponent. He, he would have literally made us like the Exorcist. Our head would be fucking spinning. Yeah, broken and, our and necks. The way he caught him it was weird. Like he, it wasn't like a full blown boom. Like he kind of like pad in with like a yeah. left hook, 
and he just caught him. But when he caught him, his but head, then again, he, his neck just extended as far as it could, and then went. And then he did one ground strike once he was on the ground. Mm-hmm. So he was just fucked. He was, and it also didn't help that Overeem was moving in the same direction that that fist was coming. Yeah, he, but as he, soon as he saw him duck down, that fist was coming up hard. And Ganu, I, I knew he was scary before that knockout. He but looks like a monster for him to knock him out. Stipe, the champ, he's gonna have his hands mm. full. Oh, dude, um, what's called uh. I think it was Thursday night. I was watching um, just highlights of like boxing and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I saw a video of, I think it was, yeah, it was Mike Tyson at 16 years old. Yeah. Dude, you look at him, he does not look like a 16-year-old. He that doesn't. is a full-grown fucking man. And just yeah. beating the shit out of other guys, dude. Grown-ass I mean, like, men. Yeah, this was still like a 16-years-old doing an amateur like match. I think it was for like New York or something like that. Yeah. Like, it was yeah, some kind of like tournament Bron- competition. Was he from the Bronx? I think. Yeah, he he, he, I think he's from the Bronx. Yeah, but dude, a third, sixteen-year-old uh, kid just ripped more than and looking like a full-grown adult, jacked, and yeah. just ripping. Like I was watching the fight, and you can tell it wasn't Mike Tyson, like how we all know Mike Tyson. Like yeah. he was still rushing in too much. He wasn't really landing as many punches, mm-hmm. but when he did land, he was fucking people up. Like he was laying them out, and yeah. uh, he just had since so it's like am- since it's like amateur, they really don't. Like let them completely get knocked down. You know, if they're at the point where, at least that's how it was then. Where if the guy's just getting rocked and the guy's just like ducking down, blocking, yeah, they'll like stop. They'll count that as a as a knockdown. They you know they'll stop it and like they'll count to to seven. If the guy's good, then they'll keep going. Probably because they're so young. Yeah, I mean he he was beat. Protect I think them. he beat that guy in the second round as a sixteen year old, and then I think the following week he went for like another like uh, championship or something. Because I think, think they do like sections or shit like uh-huh. that. Maybe and like beat, a tournament, yeah, maybe. And, and like the other guy was fucking gigantic too, like the second guy, and he ended up beating that dude in the first round. Like this, he was just a monster. Yeah, to like Mike Tyson was him. walking through. Even Joe said if he would have done MMA, he would still he would have been a force to reckon with just because the His way alone, and he would have probably been that young, learning, still being sixteen or even nineteen years old, mm-hmm. still learning the ground game and all that shit, and. It's like, yeah, you can get him to the ground, but you have to get past his fucking hands. That, and yeah. when he ducks down, dude, he's straight up squatting, and he just comes at you with the fucking haymaker out of nowhere. He's just such a dangerous striker, man. When you're when you're able to, I mean, he's a big dude, by the way. Too. Oh yeah, he's he's fucking massive. Maybe well, not the tallest. He was but coming he in was at what two hundred, two hundred fifteen, two hundred twenty pounds. I don't know, but he was knocking out some dude, big motherfuckers, knocking though. out like six foot, fucking three, six foot yeah. four guys. And he's like what, barely six foot? Yeah, he's my that, height, dude. Yeah, he's my height, fighting fucking giants and knocking them the fuck out. Yeah, it, it's it would have been interesting if he did MMA. You know, I mean, who knows? Uh, MMA is so evolved that you can't really ask that question yeah. because he's so old. It, it's not, the same he's thing. He's not so old, but he's athlete old. Yeah, it, so it, it, well, it, it's learn. also like asking just because it's different era. It's like, oh, yeah. who would they always ask the infamous question? The greatest. Who would have won? Time. Yeah. You like Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali? It's yeah. like, dude, they. They were both strong. They're both quick. Like, uh, granted, I think Mike Tyson had a stronger punch at his prime than than Muhammad Ali did. Yeah. But Muhammad was like, you know, Mayweather. The where it's like, too. it's like Muhammad was like Mayweather, and where you can do yeah. damage to him if you can fucking touch him. Yeah. And nope, that rope a dope man. He's just on there. People are swinging, just just dodging everything coming his fucking way. Yeah. He's like, nope, bitch. Nope, nope. Getting tired. Like what? 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 And then whap, pop, pop, pop. It's like, oh, shit. That's one thing. Like, people hate on Mayweather just because he's not, like, the most exciting player no, he's a watch. technical boxer. Yeah. He's a smart... He, when he was younger, he used to be more ruthless. Mm-hmm. He used to be more... Like, he'd come at you more when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Then he got older. 
he got wiser, realizing, hmm, I can't take this many fucking hits. Yeah. Like, if I get hit, something's going to happen, so might as well learn how to not get hit, and that's the whole point of boxing. And if I get, and if I could do this, would still win, make all the money, and take less damage, fuck my yeah, and your career, your career lasts a lot longer. Yeah. That's why, like, the old school boxers were... They would just come in like face to face, and they just stand there and just slug it out. Yeah, Beat the, like those were exciting fights. Yeah, yeah. But the careers didn't last nearly as long because they're taking so much goddamn damage. You know, broken nose, broken like eye fucking bones, broken fucking skulls, yeah. broken fists. It's like, dude, there's only so much damage you can fucking take. You know, Joe Rogan has a good point, and it, it, it's interesting. But he says that you shouldn't. He's he's over having uh, gloves for the MMA fighters because. Mm. Those are, it's only enough to protect your knuckles, right? Yeah. But when you're protecting your num- knuckles, it, you're able, since they are protected, you're able to do a lot more strikes that you normally wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not really the most realistic so, form of So combat. he's saying go Next, bare knuckle. Yes. He wants to see more bare knuckle, like the old school yes. UFC. Yes. And the reason for that is because you're not going to be able to punch so much because your hands are going to break. So what are you going to do? You're going to have to find other ways. You have to find other ways. So you're going to see a lot more kicks. But, but then again, I think sometimes a, a good leg kick is way more dangerous than a fucking punch. Dude, last dude, night Eddie Alvarez. So dude, you didn't see that fight, right? The no, Eddie I don't. Alvarez, I didn't watch uh, any. Fight. I didn't watch any of the fights. So Eddie Alvarez from the get go, he was getting leg kicked like a motherfucker. Like mm. his leg was just chopped up, and it was bad. And I and I had Eddie was the underdog, but I picked him because I figured, you know what? Even though he lost a, he got fucked up by Dan uh, Conor McGregor. I mean, mm. in the second round, that four punch combo just ate him up, and then he. Uh, Tied Dustin Poirier from referee stop. It was a illegal knee, I believe, or something. Yeah. But besides that, he was on a winning streak. You know, he was been a winner. So, mm-hmm. but he was getting his legs kicked hard, and they're so effective because when you're getting that lead leg chopped up, that's where all your power comes. Like when you're when oh, you're yeah. gonna go overhand right or whatever, you're putting weight. You're distributing your weight through your body, and mm-hmm. if you're if you're using one of your legs as balance. That's taken away from you. That takes away from the heat from your punches. Yeah. So that's why leg kicks are so effective. And he he was fucking getting leg kicked like a motherfucker, but he stayed in there, stayed in there. In the I think third I round. think that's why like a lot of guys who their their main like style of fighting is like boxing or kickboxing or like brawl and shit like that. Yeah. I think that's why those those guys tend to like say if they're fighting a a guy who's jujitsu or wrestling background who they know they're gonna try to take me down. I think that's why they try to chop down their legs. To prevent them from taking as many shots, and it slows them down. Well, now lot, you need to know time. everything. You, you you literally have to. So before, you know, they had the the greats that, like Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you saw his Muay Thai, that made him so great in his era. Was his Muay Thai it was just superb. It was just above his time, uh, ahead of his time rather. And uh, as the sport evolved. It, you know, it showed how lack, he, how much he lacked in wrestling. It showed how he he la- lacked in other aspects of the sport, and yeah. that's why we're, you're not going to see those athletes that are just great jujitsu practitioners or great wrestlers. Or you literally have to have it all to or to survive. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. It, because if you're if you have an obvious um, hole in your game and it's obvious, and you have a whole three month training camp or however long that you have for that fight mm-hmm. they're going to be training and they're going to be nailing that fucking hole in your game oh yeah the they're going to be pra- and they're going to get other fighters who fight similar to you yes going to hire them to spar with you and like roll with you and all this shit and just try to get that get that that technique perfected exactly so you you need to know everything and and that that even goes to show now that you're going to see since mma has grown so much 
um, if you didn't start when you were a kid, good luck being successful. Oh, yeah. There's, because these other you have, people you have are to be, starting yeah, at five. It's, it's really rare nowadays to find that natural talent where they can start at 17, 18, 19 years yeah. old and just pick it up like nothing. You know, it, it's hard to find that. Yeah. Because there's kids like uh, they've been wrestling since they were like, I don't know, like seven years old or something like that. Where that's all they do. Wrestled since they were a little kid, little kid, you know, going to middle school, high school, college. So their their ground game is fucking almost unstoppable. Like if they want you on the ground, they'll get you on the fucking ground. Yeah. You know, and to keep them there, like you can take them down, but they're gonna get right back fucking up like nothing. I saw but this. But then again, their their hands might not be as solid as yours, so which yeah. that's what they gotta learn and it's it's different. I saw this video, it was a crazy video of this five kid had to be five or six or maybe seven, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was such a beast in wrestling. He was beating all the kids. He was in the newspapers. I saw the video on YouTube. Well, he was a little little kid who was like uh had a mohawk. Seven, seven, yeah, seven or eight years old, yeah. something like that. He was just so dominant. These yeah, and it, and it's crazy. And then you see, like, do you know who Sage Northcutt is? No, no. He uh, he's in the UFC. He um fuck. He's been working. His dad was a fitness coach or whatever. But he brought him into the sport. Ta- I think it was Taekwondo that he started in. Uh-huh. And uh, this kid, he's had a, a six pack since he was eight years old. Jesus. Just ripped. There's pictures, and he's just shredded. He's like twenty now. I think he's twenty or twenty one. He's yeah, in the I, UFC. I just, just, I just bad hope, motherfucker. I hope that kid, that little kid with the mohawk, like. He does have a bright future, you know, but I just hope he stays humble. Yeah. Doesn't let like being a little badass get to your head because there's always somebody stronger than you. There's always somebody better. So, you know, there's going to be that one day where he will get fucking rocked well, that's by like what, another kid. A lot of times that's what comes with martial arts is uh, humility, though, just because, you know, wrestling, he, you're saying he hope he stays humble. He's going to get breaking down so much. Yeah. So he's going to be but, humble just from but, that. But also being that young of a kid and, that and like being that talented and like knowing that like just that that self thing of everyone telling you, oh, you're such a badass. Yeah. Or, you're so good. Sometimes it can get to your head, like a lot oh, of times, yeah. especially I mean, being that little. It's almost guaranteed. Yeah. It's almost guaranteed. That's why, like, you know, you see so many uh, fucked up uh, child star actors, mm-hmm. you know, because you, how do you, you're not living a normal life. No, you're you not, lose your childhood. Yeah, you and, have an and, extra, you have an, uh, an an extra ordinary life that's, that we're not coached. How, who teaches someone to live like that? There's no handbook yeah, on, there, on there how isn't. to grow up. There right? isn't at all. Yeah, people can try to give you advice and all this shit, but you, at the end of the day, it's all the person's mentality and how they perceive their their so and so called like fame type of thing. Yeah, you know? like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. He he his whole he lost family his was in music. Yeah, yeah, he lost his childhood because it, it's mostly about like parents who who push their kids to the max. Like you know, yeah. try to live out their dreams through their kids. Like yeah, you know, they're and. It's damaging. Yeah, like, yeah, you you make your your kid a successful person, but also you take away their innocence and childhood away. Yeah. So then when they're older, they they run amok because they try to look for it. Yeah. They try to they try to regain that childhood that that compassion that they missed out on, and usually a lot of times they they have a lot of resentment out for whatever parent pushed them to to do that career. You know. Yeah. I mean. It's just so hard. Like I, I was listening to a, a, I saw a video on Facebook or something. It was Justin Bieber, and it was like an old clip of when he was younger. He goes, he he tried to get into a club, 
and they wouldn't let him because he was not old enough. So he bought the club and turned it into a Chuck E. Cheese and said like, "Big fuck <laughs> you," you know. But I was thinking like, as a kid growing up with that much money, yeah. like he, he's used to getting whatever he wants. It, so it say like, um, say there's a chick that he's talking to. Good luck for her to get through to this kid because this is coming. He, she's talking. She's fucking with a guy that's always had whatever he's wanted. So when yeah. she's gonna say no to him, or she's gonna say fuck you, I'll get another yeah, chick. Yeah, go to somebody you know? else. But that's not healthy. That's not a he- exactly. healthy mentality to have. And th- that's what I like about. Like, I'm not a big fan of Justin Bieber, but I like what he said. At did you watch his roast or no? Uh, yeah, I did. Did you see like the end of it where he's like, he, like where he says sorry to, to like the public yeah. and stuff like that? He's like, well, you know, what do you what do you expect from a kid who had nothing like playing outside of a of like a liquor store or restaurant or whatever you know playing some music to all of a sudden giving him like 200 million dollars like what do you expect a kid to do before the age of 21 what is he worth like a hundred million or something like like 200 mil or something dude like before the age of 21 he was banking in on so much cash like dude you're giving this kid the world yeah like giving him everything it's 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 such a fast fucking like pace too it's like what what are you gonna expect this kid to do you know, he's not going to be going to a regular school. He's yeah. not going to do that. He's going to be traveling the fucking world, buying the most expensive shit, fucking pounding fucking puss all over the fucking yeah. streets. Like, it's, he's it's crazy. Be His life is under a magnifying glass. And it's like with $200 million. Yeah, there's a lot of great that comes with that. But at the same time, he, he can't really experience a lot of the same shit that we can. Yeah. And, and learn like if you were to do a shroom trip or a fucking coke binge or whatever yeah. someone's he gonna to, know about he has it. to fucking hide it he yeah, has to hide everything yeah why because he's a, a an icon and people look up to him and people just fuck like he's never asked for that he just wanted to fucking make make some money doing what he likes to yeah. do and he did but now it's like with that comes an extraordinary life would you what, like if you got to choose like a form like uh, a spectrum of, of fame from the low spectrum of like not being famous at all to just being like a say a Michael Jackson type of famous where where like where would you want to stand like anywhere in there like anywhere how, in the middle and, what um, kind of fame would you want if you could, it, if you all could. right first of all yeah so it, it's it's kind of hard to ask where on that level I mean what so you're asking what how high yeah how like much how fame would you how, want? how much fame would you want like what kind of kind of fame I want would fuck be like it would be like the, the okay fame here here's the fame I want I want fuck you money fuck you fame where you could just do you know what if I want to eat somewhere if I want to go on vacation anywhere I want to go mm-hmm. and I and I could do it that's where I want to be mm-hmm. you know I don't want to I don't I don't want to have money that an excess of amount of money that is just unnecessary for the life that I have that's yeah, just where you know there. if you spend so like a thousand dollars a day you know for sure even if you do that for the rest of your life you're never gonna fucking run out yeah see that's that's even that's, closer that, to Michael yeah. Jackson fame I, I don't need that what yeah, I would no. like is and also depends on what kind of fame what do you want to be famous for Mm-hmm. You know, here we are doing podcasts. I mean, we're we're doing it. You know, it's fun. It's exciting. Like I enjoy this. You know, we're yeah. we're communicating. We're talking. We're learning from each other. You know, but this can I. If I'm going to broadcast myself, I want to broadcast myself for being a, a deep thought intellectual. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's what I—that's the kind of fame. That's what I want to be seen as, not mm. just some fucking scumbag on a microphone, like Neil deGrasse Tyson type of thing. Where, like you know, like people people know who you are. Yeah. But like they also they, they, they hold they, him yeah. high for what he does. Like I, I'd probably want to I'd, I'd probably want to be one of those like maybe semi recognizable, unrecognizable type of fame type of people. Yeah. Like it's where it's shitty to say it was like, all right, you know, if I want to go to this restaurant and it's booked, they see me and they're like, oh wait, no, but you're blah blah. Okay, yeah, we'll find you a spot. Yeah, you know, but yeah, if I walk down the street, 
90% of the people won't know who the fuck I am. Yeah. And so I can still do whatever the fuck I want, walk down the street, go to stores. You know, imagine being like a Kim Kardashian trying to walk into a fucking regular grocery store. No, that ain't fucking happening. Yeah. You see Johnny Depp walking down the street, he's going to be fucking harassed by fucking. If you saw Kim K walking down the street, what would you do? I'd fucking ignore her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, would ignore I, I mean, probably like if I saw her, like, oh wow, she's hot, but oh shit, it's Kim Kardashian. Okay, cool. I, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't care. I wouldn't try to get a fucking picture. I'd be like, no, oh, fuck that's, no. I guess that's happening. Yeah, like I don't know. I, just, I, I, just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it public because I know she's already having enough fucking trouble. I mean, I don't really like yeah. the Kardashians and stuff. I'm not a big fan of them. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be like, look, it's the Kardashian, just to get more people to fucking. I'm not gonna be that kind of dickhead person. But that's. Just, but then again, we're just speaking on what we like and what yeah. we're interested in. Because imagine, you saw, what imagine, if you saw someone that you look up to? What do you? I mean, um, I actually had a story of that when I met uh, fucking Regis. Regis Spielman. Yeah. How was that? Uh, I was ten years old. Saw him in Hollywood. I asked him for his autograph. He said no. So I called him a fucking asshole. And uh, he walked away. Yeah. Yeah. So one time I saw uh, Phil Jackson. I used to work at a 7-Eleven back in the day. Yeah. And Phil, ja- he's walking in. He walks weird because he has bad knees from fucking playing basketball. Yeah. And his, you know, a career of basketball. But he walks kind of like an ape, like just off balance mm-hmm. and stuff like well, that. It, well, Shaq walks the same way just because yeah. he's so goddamn tall, you know. Yeah. And uh, he goes and takes a shit in our restroom, right? So everyone in the <laughs> store like, God talking, damn it, like, Phil. <laughs> everyone's out there like, uh, hey, that's Phil Jackson, that's Phil Jackson. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, hey, Phil, do you mind if I get a picture? And he goes, no, I can't. And he just walks off. Yeah. It's like, dude, you shit in my fucking restroom, and you can't take a damn picture for a fan? You know? Yeah. like. But then again. Th- that's why they say, though, it, like it sometimes tiring, you don't, you don't want to meet your idols. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're not what you expect. Do you agree yeah. with that, Matt? Oh, no, he's. Sometimes you don't want to meet your idols because you don't want to. You don't know what to expect, or they might be something. No, that's completely not true. I, I, I. Anytime I had a, a moment to meet my idols, I've done it. And Have it was, you been let down? Yes, by, very much so. Yeah, even do, to, even do you, to the re, point, do you regret it sometimes? No, because I like, find out how much of a real person they are, and it's like, yeah. well, fuck them then. Well, like, not, not yeah. only that, too, you like I'll still listen to your stuff, or I'll still yeah, like perfect your work, example is Kyle, like Kyle Higgins, and I, I've said it time and time again. If you listen to Comics After Dark, he's one of my he's an amazing writer, and just but when you interview him or even talk to him, he just talks very condescending. He kind of he comes off like a dick. He doesn't come off like he's happy to even be anywhere that he's at. Uh-huh. So I I understand his personality upon that, but it, it's like, dude, like come on, man, like we're here to support you. Like if it wasn't for us. Yeah. You wouldn't be here, so you know a little joy out of you would be nice. But since then, I I I still follow him because he's an amazing writer. But I understand the personality and who he is, so I just choose not to interview yeah. him now. Yeah. I, I, that, that, I I mean, but other than that, any other time I've met my idol, like I've at least had to have a fifteen to twenty minute conversation with him, even sometimes an hour, an hour and a half. So for for the turnaround rate of two to five percent bad and 95 percent good i'll fucking take it every single yeah. time and if it if it's that one time oh well you also man. gotta realize people have good days people have bad days people yeah. like but you know, i mean he's but he's, unfortunately he's seeing it, he's seeing it with in more, this particular more consistent person, thing where they're bad. yeah yeah <laughs> with this particular person i've sent you know tiffany in to do interviews i've seen other interviews just like it's just the just standoffish it's, comes it's yeah. the same but that's why like um i respect what uh like joe rogan does bert does uh, Gabriel Iglesias, like most comedians have that, like 
they uh, the appreciation for the fans. Yeah. And like, because Gabriel Iglesias will be like, dude, if you see me in the streets, you know, like if I'm if it's just me and like friends hanging out, yeah, yeah, say hi, come up, we'll take pictures, do that. And like Joe has said the same thing too, where he's like, yeah, you know, if like you see me walking down the street, like or me and some other comedians or me and some other buddies are, are there, it's more you know, say to what's stare up, say and hi, not, and like take a picture from yeah. afar than That's to what he actually says. like if you go up, he's yeah. like, come talk to me, like even he's like even if I don't like it, I'll talk to you, like yeah. you know, because I know what it's like to to meet my my like uh like big what's it called uh i know what it's I like to meet my idol, idol. Yeah, yeah yeah and and be rejected it's like it's fucking horrible it makes you feel like shit and you're like dude why do i look up to you why do i look up i mean i met happened when i met joe rogan dude trip out on this so he was i was bit? all jazzed kind of but but listen, <laughs> wait was he with his family joe rogan no no, no. so oh. hear this out <laughs> so i go there i go there with uh Two, two of my buddies, we go there, and this is the first time I've ever seen him live. And then when we're leaving, he's talking to someone, he's having a conversation. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, dude, I felt like a little giddy little girl. Like, oh my God, should I say hi? Should I shake his hand? <laughs> and then, uh, so I go over there, and then he's talking to some dude. I don't know who he is. And then he kind of looks over at me awkward. I was like, hey, how's it going, Joe? Like, I'm a big fan of you. And he goes, yeah. yeah. And he shakes my head, and then he just turns around, turns away. Yeah. And I'm like, I felt dismissed. Yeah. But but at the you know same I mean? time, but, but wait, 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 that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. So I felt dismissed. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, what happened? I was like, dude, I just met him, but he kind of just shined me on. And then I went oh, and then I went back. Then I was like, hey, Joe, are you gonna stay with the UFC when you're contracted? He goes, I don't know. And then he just turns around, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, so he's being very dismissive. Whole, yeah. yeah. So the uh, but, whole ride home, I was sad, dude. I'm just like, well, yeah. fuck. Like I don't even want to listen to your fucking podcast anymore. Yeah. Like, but I, I think at the same time, wait, wait, I think wait, wait, it was because he. I want it. Uh, what yeah. was your final thought? So my final. So at first I was like, you know what? I don't even want to listen to your shit anymore. Why am I supporting you? And I'm always talking about his podcast. Mm-hmm. That's I'm how always, I feel when I get yeah. dismissed too. Yeah. So so, but then I then I I little by little started listening to his podcast again, and then I realized, you know what? The amount of attention, the amount it's it's first of all, it's unnatural for someone to have that many people mm-hmm. trying to talk to him all at once. And not only that, like I was just sitting there. Maybe he was having a conversation. Th- that's and, what I was going to say. Like, maybe he was talking, catching up with an old friend that he hasn't seen in a long time. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was judging him from that exchange. And not only that, that exchange is it's kind of an extraordinary exchange. Mm-hmm. So it's like now I, after that, I started realizing, like you know what? There's no right way for stars to act. There's no wrong. I mean, there is plenty of wrong ways, yeah. and they just do their best. And so I, what I took back from it is like now if I see somebody. I'll maybe just shake their hand. Don't expect anything. My thing was is I had expectations yeah. and his his reaction fell short of my expectations mm-hmm. that I created in my own mind and then I felt disappointed. Whose fault is that? That's mine. Yeah. I can one up you. I went I flew all the way to New York to go to comic the comic book man oh, the secret stash. Yeah. And I went there and I went in and they were recording Tell Him Steve Dave, probably the biggest podcast there is out there. Uh-huh. Uh, like 13% of America listens to him. And I what? sat down. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. And I sat Who? down. Uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. It's uh, Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan from Comic Book Men and uh, BQ or Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers. Okay. So I sit down and I'm like, hey, and I'm trying to talk to them. And like, you ever heard of Tell Him Steve Dave? I'm like, no, no, no. I listen to everything else on the Smodco Network. From that moment on, BQ or Brian Quinn's goal was to just shut me down and fucking like any moment he had to rag on me. He was like, oh, well then I'm going to talk to your fiance here. And then like, like he not only did that before, like it interviewed my fiance about her ex-boyfriend prior to me. And like any time, any time, while I tried you're there, to, 
anytime I tried to say anything, he just like, look, I don't want to hear from you right now, buddy. And like, even, even, uh, what the fuck? Even Brian Johnson was like, Hey dude, like, I might yeah. add Brian Johnson's known as the dick yeah. of comic book. And he's like, Hey man, like I want to hear your story. Like, let's hear him. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. I've had enough from him. And it was just like, what and the you fuck? Oh, because you said you haven't New listened to that, that one shit. yet. Yes. Oh. Oh, no, I, I, yeah, I didn't listen to that pot and I flew all the way to New York the other That's side fun. of the United States. But you know what? I liked him on Impractical Jokers, and honestly, like listening to the history, I, I understood it, man. It, it sucked. It was very hurtful, but it's sad, right? It's sad. The but whole you know way home, what? I'm just quiet. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing: his fiance apparently like cheated on him or did some fucked up shit, and he's mad about it. And mm. and he and he he was an alcoholic at the time, and just you know anything that had to do with love or anything he was like fuck that, and you know drove yeah. it into the ground. Does it hurt me? Yes. Did I ever get an apology? No. I tried to interview him at Comic-Con. He, I gave him my information. He shined me on. When I finally did an interview with all the Impractical Jokers, he was like, yeah, we got an interview and walked away. And I straight up, t- like I told him prior to that, I want to podcast with you about comic books because you never talk about it on Tell Him Steve, Dave. I told Brian Johnson about it. He just kind of laughed and was like, you know, like, what can you do? So I never got, every time I've actually offered this dude the opportunity to redeem himself, not that he knows, but I've done it. And I've never got, but here's the thing. Lose it. Love, I respect his art and what he does. And that's, and that's what I got to realize is, you know what? Like this guy's a douche. But you like the product. You value like, the product. Exactly. I like the product. So fuck him as a person. Yeah. Uh, I'll listen. I respect to the his artwork, but not him as a person. Just, yeah. Exactly. You know what? Hey, that, uh, wow. That that's yeah. huge because that that kind of goes back to like the whole uh, uh, taking a knee during football. You know, mm-hmm. we. I don't like. I mean, I I keep sports on sports and politics and politics. You know, mm-hmm. but crosses, yeah. but I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, I mean, we. Just because we don't we don't have to agree with them politically, you know. But as long as we appreciate the art, their art is sports or whatever. Yeah. That's what it should be about. As, as long as it's not uh, it hurting anybody. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I if think he's someone racist, taking a knee. Like, yeah, I don't but, agree you know, with the whole like, taking a knee, but dude, it's it's their opinion. They're not punching anyone. They're not cursing yeah. anyone out, and they're they're just kneeling down or yeah. something it's and, like it's and like i said like i met i met ralph garman such a nice guy i was tanked when i met him and he was even nicer uh i, I was I, tanked when I, I met joe so i probably even yeah, perceived yeah. and you already have like different. a really really explosive personality yeah, I, mean, too, so. I met but per, but since then i've learned and i met toby my idol the singer of h2o uh with jose this past weekend yeah and I was like, oh man, he looks like he's arguing with his wife. Should I even bother going up to him? And I was like, you know what? He seems a little calm. I'm going to go up. So I go up and I did exactly what I do from here on in when I meet any celebrities. Unless they're willing to do an exchange with me. I go up and go, hey man, uh, hey Toby, it's really nice to meet you. It's, oh, thanks man. I go, I just want to tell you, man, you're a huge influence. You're one of the reasons that I, I'm sober now and I'm, I'm, I'm straight arrow, you know, and uh, I got a kid and I always want to make sure to have a sober mind around him and raise him correctly. And, you know, this is uh, this is my wife, you know, and, and we're both huge fans of HO and I just want to thank you because... I was I was truly inspired by your music. And he goes, oh, man, I really appreciate the story, man. Thank you so much. Shakes my hand, shakes her hand. I was, all right, you have a great day. Didn't take a picture, didn't ask for anything, made sure that my story was nice and sweet, straight to the point, not wasting him his time, and him at least you know, saying exactly yeah. what he was going to say. Ooh. Thank you so much. And that was it. That was it. I walked away, and guess what? Greatest exchange you could ever get is just them acknowledging, like, I appreciate you too, man. 
You have a great day. I, I really like your story of uh, the first time you interviewed or tried to get an interview with Kevin Smith, and then when you actually oh. got the interview with Kevin Smith. Yeah, okay, so... I love that story. Uh, I tried to interview Kevin Smith a long time ago, and he was at a panel. Mm-hmm. And I go up to him, like, hey, Kevin, hey, like, everybody's running up to him trying to get his signature, so you can imagine the environment we were yeah. in. So I go up, I'm like, hey, man, you know, I, I, I tried to get an interview, tried to hit up a, a kamikaze, they didn't give me your information, you know, and he's like, oh, man, you know, um, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter, dude. If you get in contact with me on Twitter, we'll be able to set something up. And I go, but here, here's my business card. Take my business card. And we'll keep in contact. He goes, yeah, that's the thing, man. I'm not going to chase after you. You got to chase after me, dude. I'm sorry. And walks out. In the back of my head, I'm like, fuck this guy. Not only is my he's idol right. on directing, he's not even uh, only my idol on podcasting. He means the world to me. He, yeah. I want to be him. And for a while, I was salty as fuck about it. Yeah. And then later on, I was like, like, you know what? Like, He's a busy person. And, you know, he's his own human, and I understand. He probably had to run off and do a whole bunch of shit after. He does, like, five podcasts Yeah, I can't hold so it against him. He wasn't lying. Who yeah. he is, he's not going to chase you. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a big dude, so he was honest. So, yeah. I actually have two exchanges after that, because after that, I went to go see his super groovy cartoon movie that he did with Jay and Silent Bob. And I'm walking out the back, and it reminded me of, of, of a venue. And I'm like, yeah. dude, you know what? There's no, there's no back room back here. They're probably mm-hmm. just in the alleyway smoking and shit. So I go down the alleyway. Sure as shit. There's Kevin Smith. There's Ralph Garman. There's uh, uh, Jason Muse. And I'm just... I'm, How I'm, sick would it be to smoke with them? Oh, well, that's what I did. Well, he, well he smoked, but I was with him. Yeah. And I just said like, hey, man. And I was like, hey, you know, check out this app. Was it Boss a Was it a joint? No, it was a joint. Nice. Check out this app, Boss <laughs> nice. And I'm talking to Ralph. I'm talking to Kevin. And I'm like, man, this is a this must be a dream to me right now because I got Kevin Smith to the left of me, Ralph Garman to the right of me, and Jason Mewes running around me. And he goes, I'm not running around. I'm getting my iPad so I could show a Ralph person of interest. It's like, Batman, dude, you need to check it out. You need to check it out. And it's just this weird, like, yeah, like crackhead like kind of guy. And you're just like, oh, shit. But I had this moment. I left away. I was like, you know what? I can't even hold it against him, man. Yeah. I understand. When, when you want it to be business, it, it's going to be business. But when you want it to be pleasure... It's going to be pleasure. So then years later, Tiffany's interviewing the Goldbergs. It was uh, earlier this year. Earlier this year at WonderCon, interviewing the Goldbergs. And we're all happening, and she's like, it has Kevin Smith on the roll sheet. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? And then he comes in, and apparently he filmed that episode of the Goldbergs that looks like Batman 66. So they're like, fuck it, bring Kevin Smith on. And Tiffany looks at me, and she's like, do you want to interview him? I go, Yes, please. <laughs> so that's I, cool. So I interview. Right? I stick to my. I stick to my normal role. You know, what did you do in the past? What did you do currently? Why are you here? What's going on? What are you working on in the future? Hey, man, you wrote a Batman comic and you said it's been coming out. What's going on? And he, you know, he filled everything in. So I haven't came out yet. But, <laughs> but at the very end, I go, hey, dude, you. Know I want to hear that one. Hey, I go, hey, dude, you know what? I, um, I, I interviewed you. Um, no, no, no. I, um, tried to get it. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I go, yeah, I go, I tried to do an interview, you know, it didn't work out and you just told me to go down the right route. But because of you, not only do I I'll have a podcast, I have a podcast network that I run and he was like, Oh, and he just gave me the biggest hug in the world. And he's like, this is what I want to hear, man. It's like people just getting out there and doing what they love and letting their passion drive them. That's why I got to where I'm at, man. And I, I can't, uh, 
admire you enough for doing this, dude. You're so awesome for doing that. And I was like, thanks. And then they're like, hey, like, let's take a picture. And I go, Patrick, get in, Patrick, get in. I don't, I think Tiffany was in it too. And it was funny because one of my favorite writers, John Barber, who writes Transformers is Patrick's friend. So I go, get John in here too. So now we have a picture and it's like all of us and John Barber just <laughs> randomly standing there. And they're like, why'd you want him in on it? I'm like, cause then I could be like, Oh look, you guys, I, I took a picture with Kevin Smith. Oh, and John Barber's there too. <laughs> just to like share it. He must be a, he, Kevin Smith must be a, a, a dynamic character. Cause I've seen him on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. He's been on there a few times. And, 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 like vice a versa, and vice versa. Yeah. He's been on a, uh, I don't think it was fat man on Batman, but he's been on a Joe Rogan. Uh, I kind of thought Rogan's he was a little his, arrogant. Yeah. He kind of came off as that a little he, bit he does but it's for a reason because he he really did like sacrifice a lot of shit when he was younger to like make clerks okay you no know? i wouldn't even say i mean what I do you mean sacrifice? I mean, he, he left like because he he went to like a uh, film maxed school out like three credit cards yeah and like sold a bunch of his shit just so he can get the money to film clerks wow and then he filmed and he it, did it and in, it was a tragedy yeah it was a, three people fucking saw it he, I, I think he submitted it to Sundance but it was like the very end of Sundance and he's like oh that's where they hold all the good movies and they don't you know so yeah. three people saw it two people were just like wow this is shit but one person was like the queen of Sundance and she was the one that said hey this was the gem of Sundance that everybody missed out on and that's when Harvey Weinstein hit him up when they owned Miramax he was like, "Hey, dude! Like, I want to put out Clerks. So not only did they do the de- they did the deal with Clerks and they put it out, and I mean, it's got a huge cult following. And, and yeah. in fact, is one of my favorite movies of all time. And, it, and the reason they did it in black and white is because that's a lot cheaper than color. Not only that, but uh, uh, they couldn't film during the day, mm-hmm. so they did a storyline where some asshole jammed gum into the shutters. So now you can't tell if it's day or night because it's black and white. So mm-hmm. when you're watching it, you know." Every time someone's like, hey, why don't you open the shutters? They're like, man, somebody jammed gum in it. Fucking savages in this town. That's what I said. So it's an ongoing joke. But the reason why is because it's supposed to take place during the day and go into night. The guy didn't want to shut down the liquor store. So it's like, you can film at night. And they're like, well, how the fuck are we supposed to say it's during the day when it's at night? Keep the shutters closed. Say somebody jammed some shit in it, yeah. dude. So he really worked around everything. <laughs> hey, it probably t- really happened. That's why somebody actually shoved something <laughs> in there. Like, goddamn thing stuck again. Hey, you mentioned Harvey Weinstein. You, I, I was thinking, you know, since that whole thing, you're getting all these allegations of sexual, yeah. you know, trauma when they're younger. About that. And you know what uh, I noticed? All these people that are, that are the people that had it done to them and all the people that did it. They're all rich white people. <laughs> well, not I don't only, see any, well, not hey, only that. Yeah, not, just fucking, that not just that. It's but. all white people. Not only that, dude, but if you think about it, <laughs> and, and even prior in that day, in that age, man, you got shit like fucking Blazing Saddles where the governor has the really hot secretary and you know they're screwing. Yeah. And it's been like an ongoing thing of like, you know, casting couch, any of this, all this has existed. And we've all laughed about it until someone comes out and says, it happened to me. Then everybody's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And it's but like, yet but- they're there, like we were talking about earlier, like mm-hmm. they're there laughing about all these jokes inside the movies, all this stuff. All It's just so hypocritical. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so where everyone's like- laughing and then all of a sudden a mass amount of people come out and now everyone is outraged, which they should be. Like, this stuff shouldn't be going on. But yeah. you were laughing but, about it to begin with. With fucking, when Bill Cosby, I think uh, Jose yeah. was on the toilet, Bill Cosby jokes about some fucking rape drink. Everyone's yeah. laughing. And then when you find out the rape drink is real. Yeah. Then when you find out the rape drink is real, you're How like, dark is oh. that? Huh? Yeah, you're like, wow, 54 women, huh? <laughs> 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 That's that we know of. That, <laughs> yeah. 
But it, it's crazy. Like, you know, uh, you, I mean, it, of course, all the stories are coming out that this mm-hmm. and that happened over X amount of years ago. And it's like, which allegations are true? Which ones are bullshit? And who's yeah. like, and not only that, like, how do you gauge the the legitimacy of each allegation? That, that's the hard thing because it always seems like it's a lands like a landslide, you know. Like, and now it's one like person when, comes out, and all of a sudden it's another, and then two more, and then three, and then five, and then it's like, oh my god, this isn't ending. And then even imagine being, imagine if you're innocent and shit, and you're getting allegations, and it doesn't matter because now you're that, that, that now your name's already in the media. Yeah. But then again, if it is fake and all this stuff, you can go back and sue. For uh, defamation of character, yeah, but how do you? But prove it's really it? hard. How exactly. do you prove? How did if she, it's word against word, and she's saying, "Well, I what? What if a girl? Well, just not mm-hmm. to be a sex, it's whatever. Let's just say for, for this example, for, for there's a the male, time, it's a male being accused by a female, yeah, and the female saying, "All right, well." Fucking Jose fucking uh, touched me or grabbed my ass or something or, or I had to have sex with him in order to get a role or something 15 years ago. Yeah. Even if it didn't happen, you, she she could say it did. Now your name's in the fucking newspaper. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you've been shamed already. Yeah, you, and you what get, if you you get make, fucked over. What if you make your direct income is based on what on people listening, your subscribers and yeah. all that. All of a sudden, it, they it'll, unsubscribe it'll, it'll, you. It'll fuck over they your... They could ruin your, your yeah. name. And you didn't even do shit. And, and the you thing, can't the, even defend yourself. The, the thing is too, dude... So many people aren't the same person they were even a year ago. Yeah. You know, so stupid fucking mistakes that ma- that you made when you're in your early fucking 20s are all of a sudden being pulled out. Yeah. You know, when you're like 40, 50 years old, it's like, dude, like. It all depends I, on what what level, though, because there, right? I mean, there is levels yeah, yeah. to this shit. Like, I mean, it, Harvey's been doing that shit to, like his entire fucking career. Like, if you heard, like, if you heard uh, someone fucking, I don't know, what, what, I don't know, pulling your dick out and yanking it in front of somebody. Yeah. All right. That's different than touching someone like, uh, like Kevin Spacey. I guess he was, how old was he when he made a move on that 14 year old? I don't know how old he was. So you can't, my point being is you, it, you can't yeah. use that defense that, yeah, oh, yeah. I was young, I was a different person because there, no, 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 at because some it, point, there's, there's a different level. Acceptable. Yeah, there's a different yeah. level. It's like, dude, he, he's a fucking kid and you're trying to fucking sodomize his ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care how fucking old you were. You're a sick individual. Yeah. He was trying to sodomize this. And I wasn't kid. there. I was. I, I, yeah. I don't know. What I happened. wasn't that fourteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't there, so I don't exactly know what he said yeah. that was done or I mean, what that, was that, actually. That's the done. hard part because a lot of it it's a lot of he said, she said. Yeah. And it's hard to believe. And sometimes you know, the actors will come out and say a half-assed like apology or half-assed type thing, like you know, I'm sorry, you know, fucking media is making me do this. Isn't it like weird though? Because we were just talking about how, like, what what amount of fame do you want to have? What's a good amount of money you want to have? Wealth? Mm-hmm. Well, that just shows when you have so much fame, a whole industry of money, of generation, generation, yeah. generation, just producing money, cash, cash, cash. You could do whatever you want. It, it has an effect on your brain. Yeah. And, but and the, now all this is happening because it's old money. That's so. There's different kinds of sick, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, there, there's fucking rich people's sickness, and then there's fucking, you know, poor yeah. people, you know what I mean? Well, dude, well, look at this, too. All the allegations with Michael Jackson of him, like, touching, like, little boys or, like, you know, doing all this shit. But yet, some of the people that he used to hang out with was, a, like, a young Gary Coleman, young Macaulay Culkin, all this stuff. Yeah. Dude, Michael Jackson's dead, and still, they, they continue to say, like, no, nothing ever happened. He was just, like, he just wanted to be a kid again. Yeah, that's all I want. He had no childhood. He just wanted to be a kid. That's why he what had his. Huh? He I had don't know, his amusement man. park. Like, I, I was listening to Trump's history, dude, and apparently he'd go over to visit Trump and uh, Michael Jackson. Yes, he would. He'd go over to visit Trump and he'd see Trump for fifteen minutes, and apparently he'd go into the kids' room for hours and just be with them, and they were apparently unattended, man. So I don't know. 
Yeah, or but, but, but or again, Michael Jackson, like little boy dicks, Trump, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> you could join too. No, but, but supposedly, like Michael Jackson, like he legitimately loved, like some of his close friends have said that he loved women. Like, like that's what his thing, like he was a fucking player. Like well, he, I mean, he, knew, he knew he could get any with, woman. Wouldn't you with all the songs you got? He, he knew that Fuck he yeah, could get dude. any fucking woman. Dude, he was with the fucking. He's got a roster of with dude. that fucking. Oh, like, no. Thriller? Are you kidding me? We're talking about the guy who made Thriller. Like, I yeah. wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking even lining around the block just I to wanna fucking... rock with you on mm. my cock. Like, come on yeah, now. He, like, he, like, Read between the lines. That's what he was thinking about. Think about how fucked up his childhood was. Like, when we were talking earlier, you know, constantly getting beat for singing the wrong fucking tune. You know, not wanting he to practice because he wanted to, to play and all he that had shit. Ben, it was okay. <laughs> that was, yeah. That, yeah, you're right. The the extreme, the the extremes of having a coach, like your parents' coach, you like that. Hard. You should be playing. Out of, you like should be playing out in the out fucking yard or something, but no, yeah, you're so in a studio. Doing your whole life, doing that your entire life, and then yeah. all of a sudden getting old enough to have your own fucking like amusement park and shit that you want. You're like, dude, I just want to have fun. Like, I want to have kids here. So they can have fun, yeah. the fun that I fucking missed out on as a little kid. Yeah, and then but people start seeing it wrong. Like one, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind taking my kid to go play in that music store. I wouldn't fucking leave him there by himself. Yeah. Fuck no. Like yeah. parents should know that shit. It's like no, but that's not a daycare. A, there is like, a social acceptance, and and he was a little weird about it. I mean, yeah, and and that's what. what when you see something that's weird, you start to ask questions like, mm-hmm. "What? Why does he want this?" Instead of maybe just wants it, we think something's up. Yeah, it's a whole psychological type of thing, dude. Yeah, and which, I, which it can always backtrack into last week's episode. But so you said that he he used to get girls when he was younger, just a whole oh, bunch. Yeah, he would okay. get girls. He's so married to Elvis Presley's daughter. So somewhere along the line, like I mean, I didn't follow his life too much mm-hmm. as before us, you mm-hmm. know. But somewhere he just took a, a weird turn, right? At a certain yeah. age or something. But maybe that something snaps. I mean, we were talking about mental health last week. I mean, something can happen where you snap and you, your brain just fucking just is wired differently after oh, yeah. that. You know, he he like he like traumatic his, experiences. His can head have like caught effect. on fire during uh, his Pepsi head. Co- yeah, when he was younger. Really? When he was in a Pepsi commercial, like the firework things went off and like his hair like caught on fire and all shit. He like got burnt pretty bad. Like how much hair? Yeah. Like yeah. like hair like you walk by a candle and your hairs break out. Imagine oh, it fucking out, like flames like, of fireworks fucking catching like, your fucking head. Like I'm alone, hair like, on he fire. Got, he, got, he got burnt pretty <laughs> yeah, fucking no, bad. It was like that. And on, on top of it, that's that's why he wore the glove after. Yeah, supposedly he also he had. He didn't uh, want anyone what, to see his hands. What was it? It was really? also like vit- yep. vitiligo too. Didn't he have that shit too? Yeah. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. So instead of just having it just that, he actually changed. Why do you think like once he went full fucking like white, he didn't really wear the gloves anymore? He was basically trying know. to get, uh, at least to me, he was trying to get the whole body to match at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, vitiligo, like, a- it's bad because vitiligo will make your, your hair fall out. You know, like, wherever it, like, hits, say, if you have it, like, over here, you won't grow hair here. Your hair will start falling out on your head, like, in your arms, everything. And it's, like, it, it's the, the pigment, like, the, the pigmentation in your skin goes away. So was it was it is it proven that he had a disease and he wasn't trying to bleach his skin? Uh, is it not I'm, proven? I'm sure he bleached his skin just to make it match with everything proven. else. It's, it's yeah, it's proven. not proven. It's, it's all, all word of mouth. But they're saying that he bleached his skin to make it even with everything else that when he was having it. I don't know. He was a weird dude, and when you when you're that weird, you, you can't rule anything out. So is yeah. Dick, but we keep him around. <laughs> I don't. I know. <laughs> Who the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah, I was. Uh, what was I watching? I was watching a, a thing about. I think it was a uh, Chris Farley, right? Okay. And they're at a club, and I think it was uh, Norm McDonald, and I forgot who else. It was somebody else, but they were supposed to be. Uh, it was Artie Lang. 
So it's Norm McDonald and Artie Lang keeping an eye on. Uh, well, I think Norm McDonald told Artie Lang to keep an eye on Chris Farley. Okay. Make sure he didn't do drugs and all that shit. It was like the same time, like the year where like, supposedly like he died and stuff. Yeah. Right? He was a partier, and, huh? Oh, yeah. He did a lot of coke. Oh, a lot of a lot of cokes and a lot of drinking, but supposedly like ah, uh, Nor- Norm McDonald or Artie goes up to to Norm. He's like, "Hey man, it's it's not good." Chris just went into the bathroom with Danny Dick. He's like, "Oh man, and that, that that's really not good." And uh, he comes out. He's like, "Well," he's like, "Yeah man, Chris is pretty high right now." He's like. Well, hopefully, he's like, thank God he's only high. <laughs> he's Dude, like, you yeah. never know with Andy Dick. Could have gone in there. I hear Andy Dick gets fucking shit-faced. When no, they're, they're saying that, like, Norman saying, like, good thing that it came out high because it's either they're doing drugs in there or oh, he's sucking off Andy. Yeah, he's he's yeah. sucking Andy's dick. Do you know it's an interesting movie I saw the other day? I forget what it's called, but you're going to know. You had to have heard about it. It's that documentary about Jim Carrey's... Uh... Oh, yeah, Jim and Andy. Yeah. Dude, that, that's the what? movie... That's the movie that uh, that pretty much changed the way Jim Carrey th- thought. Yeah. You know? That was such a, a fucking documentary on his life. I appreciate Jim Carrey so much more oh, yeah. now it, after it, it, seeing that than it, I... It, like with the recent interviews and stuff, right? Yeah. It kind of makes more sense. Yeah. kind of makes way it more does. sense. It does. You know what? It does because he says some off-the-wall shit and, and, and you don't know how to take it, but then you look at that documentary... He he went so deep. Dude, what into about his when, when he? What about That's when he's playing? When he's playing the other characters? Yeah. Right. And they ask him, "Well, what do you think about Jim?" Well, Jim Carrey's a fraud. He's a fake. Yeah. You know, he hates himself. So he's really expressing himself, but in a, a different Third fucking person. person. Yeah. And then that. All he's that like, is, yeah, he's like, I really felt like that. Like, and that's all how that is because of he got so deep yeah. into fucking character. And how he says that when he got out of character, it took him a while to get become Jim again. And he's like, and that's when I realized, like, that Jim is just a character, and I didn't like, because once he became Jim, I got all his problems back. Yeah. I got all his issues, all his stress, all his depression. He's like, I, I didn't like that. He's like, it was so much easier just being somebody else. Yeah, that's that's a trip. And that, it, That's because, why I understand now why he says, I, I'm not Jim. Jim is just a character I put on for you guys. Yeah. So I'm like, that That makes sense, because... Well, I didn't realize the actors got so deep into... I mean, I you know, Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger... Well, Heath Ledger, when, when they say he got so deep into Joker... Mm-hmm. I thought it was an extraordinary situation with Heath Ledger, but no, apparently a lot of actors, you know, your best actors, mm-hmm. they get Christian so Bale lost. Does it too. Yeah, apparently. I mean, oh, I guess uh, with the whole Christian Heath Ledger. Bale was good in The Machinist, right? Yeah. Where he got uh, like 109 pounds. Dude, he got skinny. <laughs> dude, that's uh, crazy. When uh, um, fucking uh, 50 Cent did the same thing. Yeah, I didn't see that, that movie, though. Dude. 50, so well, wasn't Didn't he have AIDS in that movie yeah. or something? AIDS or cancer or something. Well, like yeah, something like cancer. that. But, dude, uh, I guess Jack Nicholson uh, told Heath Ledger, like, I guess when he found out that he uh, he accidentally committed suicide, you know, overdosed, uh, Jack Nicholson's like, man, I told him. I told him not to go that deep because I guess, you know, Jack Nicholson played yeah. the Joker too. And he told him, like, straight up, he's like, it's a dark character. It's a really dark, crazy character. Like, just don't dig, don't get too deep into it. Wow. That's why when he dies, like, I told him. I told wow. him not to. That's, it's crazy because, yeah, when you're playing a character and, and you have a talented actor that is known for getting in there, it could be a real, uh, it could be a scary situation. Oh, yeah. You know, it, just because if you think about it, the Joker is a psychopath. 
So in order to become the best actor for that role or to to create the best performance, you got to get into the mind of a psychopath and you might get lost. I don't think Heath Ledger's dad's ever going to release the diary that that Heath had for the entire time that he played the Joker. Mm-hmm. Just because it was it was so fucking dark, it would be so eerie. Imagine just reading because now that you know he's dead and you're kind of looking at his writings, like his teachings, what yeah. he's writing down, that'd be a creepy situation. It's like it was. It's like reading uh, Kurt Cobain's diary. Yeah, that shit was shit was pretty fucked up. Yeah, like he he did not like himself at all. Did you see that um, that documentary Soaked in Bleach? I believe yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, Soaked yeah. in Bleach, where yeah. basically saying how Courtney Love killed him because yeah. the way that he... I, I saw one where it says that Courtney Love killed him, and I saw another one saying that it was somebody else yeah. that, that, that killed Kurt. Who, I mean, who knows? I mean, he was Kurt Cobain was a, a depressed, dark person, too. It's because he got made fun of a lot when he was a kid because really? his parents got a divorce. And he lived in a really like I guess Christian like neighborhood or something. Yeah, so I he got like gotta, made fun of. We got to pay attention more to these artists that are rapping or singing or whatever Chester. about. Yeah, Chester. Like it, Chester's the perfect example. You know, like if you listen to a lot of his songs are, and we've been singing them. I sing them. I, I yeah. love Lincoln Park, dude. Growing up listening to Lincoln Park, that was one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And I was just singing the words. I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, but there's emotion in behind that, that, lyrics. That's that's what's the difference is. There's people who who hear it, and then there's people or there's people who really listen. There's it. people who listen to it. But then there's people who hear the lyrics. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the difference. Like you can you can listen to a song and be like, oh, it's a great song. I know the words. But when you really hear it, when you break down the song and you actually look at the lyrics or any kind of shit like that, or like you watch like interviews and stuff like that, yeah. you're like, man, this person's like they got they got some fucking problems. Like, yeah. Like another one, the one that that's really, the beauty of music. All the, right there. I think the celebrity death that that hit me the hardest just because he was one of my like biggest idols. Robin Williams. Was, yeah, Robin Williams. Wow, how did I guess that? We never had Definitely. this conversation. I know before. he was he was one of my biggest ones just because I think I can I can relate to him in a point where like I can have like the most fucked up day in the goddamn world. Mm-hmm. Like I can fucking just totally hate myself in the day, but if I'm around friends and like out somewhere. I'll try to make people laugh. I don't want to see other people. I don't want to have my problems bring other people down. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I want to. I want to make people happy, and I know that's how Robin Williams was. He he suffered depression, and you know he was he was a drug user for a while until he got like he recovered and relapsed and recovered again and all that stuff. So he knows what it, it's like to be just miserable, and he doesn't want he didn't want people to feel that way. Yeah, he wanted people to feel happy because he knew it sucked being being miserable all the time how do you how do you feel about like because with the whole robin williams situation they're saying because he did commit suicide because he was fighting depression he was fighting depression and there's this other disease that that they thought was parkinson's but it wasn't it was something else as a mental disorder Mm -hmm. and he just he didn't want like his like fans and friends and family to see him deteriorate because it was making him like yeah. see, it was making him hear I heard things. About that. Yeah. It was making him hear things, making him see shit, and he didn't want that to get worse. He didn't want people to see him that way, so he just he yeah. said good night to his wife. Said told her he loved her. Said he's like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the other room, you know. Yeah. And then, so the reason why I asked was, do you? How do you feel on the stance that suicide, when you're depressed like that, mm-hmm. is suicide? I mean, really, you're out of your mind. First yeah. of all, yeah, you're out of your, for you to kill yourself. Everything that you you're, see you're is negative. You're not seeing. You, you don't have your full yeah. sanity. So there, some people say like he didn't necessarily he killed himself, but that was like a symptom of the depression. Yeah, because he was clinically depressed, and and so is it? 
You do you know what my do you what know what my question is? Do you understand the question? Like, uh, is it like? Do you support the the idea that, that them suicide like that? Yeah, it's it's more um, of a side I, effect I, of the disease it, of it, depression. It, it, it is a side That's effect because mean. it's a way that they they don't know how to reach out to people because I'm pretty sure most of the time people who ha- are depressed and suicidal when they have tried to talk to people about anything, you know, most likely a parent or a friend or something like that, they kind of brush them off. They kind of Tell them like, dude, don't don't be dumb. Like this, yeah. this all—it's just in your head. You just get over it, type of thing. And they're kind of tired of hearing that. And they don't want to be judged. And they're like, well, I can't handle it on my own. And if I go to a doctor, all they're gonna do is pump me up full of pills, and I don't want to feel like a zombie. That's not gonna fix anything. These simple thoughts that you're talking about, though, like when you're seeing, when you're thinking of suicide as a, li- a viable option, uh-huh. you are insane. And on a on a genetic uh, on an evolution standpoint, mm-hmm. because what what are we supposed to do at our call co- at our core? Reproduce, mm-hmm. uh, pass on our genetics, and that's what that's what our species, not just our species, all mm-hmm. species on this planet. That's what their goal is to evolve and to pass on our genetics for the future generations. Yeah. If that's what we do. Suicide is kind of a human thing. It's like a, it's, it is. Why do yeah. we do it? Why? Because we get overwhelmed with our own consciousness, our own perspective yeah. that, that we kill ourselves. But, but then again, and, if you look at a lot of the people who have committed suicide, at least like celebrity wise and stuff like that, where we actually can hear the story about their, their upbringing and all that stuff. A lot of them were like ridiculed at school, like bullied. They were like abused at home, either physically or, you know, mentally, verbally, sexually. They were all abused in some kind of way by someone that was close to them. And every time they tried to reach out for help, they didn't get that help. So their entire life, they were just so used to being put down, put down, put down. And then they just pretty much hide themselves in their own emotional shell where they don't release anything out. You know, they don't talk to people. They don't do this. They, They recluse themselves emotionally from everybody else. But sorry, right, so who, who are we talking about? You're saying just some people just, just that most have people, had traumatic... Like, yeah, if you look at most celebrities in general, you know... Okay, so let me, cause let me, let me make a point. Because I, I say celebrities in general just because that those are the most cases where, you know, their families speak up, they make documentaries, so we actually get a look in their lives, and there's a lot of similarities between that. So don't... I wouldn't use the word celebrity, because uh-huh. this isn't... It's not just for celebrities. No, 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 they no, were like, no. I'm just, so, I'm just breaking So it down have like you that. seen that, that breakdown uh, with Ben Shapiro's uh, uh, having a conversation with this one girl. She's like 22 in a college and she, they're talking about transgender mm-hmm. and how... So do you remember where they start talking about suicide and how he's saying, well, actually, you know... The, Majority of the sewer suicide people are the upper class white, uh, you know, white people, uh-huh. and he said privileged. For the mo- so I, I, most suicides are. Like, he goes uh, the in the African American community, mm-hmm. suicide is like probably at the lowest. Yeah, why is that? Because because they've had struggle and they're like you know yeah. they've had a lot more struggle than the average. What does struggle do? Struggle makes you stronger, stronger. makes you tougher. So and the privilege, I think also they don't like, have those lessons to yeah. get them. Through and I it. think the 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 privilege too. Say if you are like one of those trust fund kids, you know, mm-hmm. ones that you get sent to a college, you have to do this. But the entire time, your whole life, you're being pressured into becoming someone where you're like, I have to do this or else I'm going to be cut off. I have to do this or I'm going to dishonor my family or I'm not going to make them proud or they're not going to like love me if I don't become this lawyer or doctor or attorney or yeah. senate or whatever the fuck. You know, if you're not in that path that they want you to do and sometimes they're going to school and they're not happy doing what their parents want them to do and they just 
They don't know how to handle it. They can't talk to their parents because their parents are like, what are you talking about? Like, you have everything. What do you have to be miserable about? Yeah. Which that's what a lot of people hear. They they hear that a lot. Like, what do you, what do you ha- why are you so sad? What do you have to be sad about? But like, you have everything. It's but that, like, that, yeah, that's, that's the, the error in that upbringing. That's the yeah. error in that upbringing because you're not, by giving them everything, yeah, yeah. Get, with everything that you're giving them, you're also, I'm going according to what you're saying, yeah. like your situation. Yeah. So not only are you giving them everything, but you're not making them, you're also giving them high expectations. Yeah. So, but you, you have high expectations. You're giving them a lot of things because you want them to achieve the greatest. So you want to give mm-hmm. them all the possible tools. Yeah. The error in that is, is that they're they're not learning the overcoming the struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those little overcoming, when you don't have a lot of shit, like say when you're raising your kids, uh, like my dad, for instance, mm-hmm. um, he came from a very poor family in Mexico. And uh, he's one of five or one of, no, he has five, four brothers, I think, and like three sisters or something. So he's one of like seven or eight or something like that. A lot of them are in Mexico. I never Mm. met him. And uh, not my point. Um, But so he, he, with the poor upbringing, he came to the United States and he's worked his ass off. Just always worked hard and always saved his money. My dad's great at managing his money. And Mm -hmm. he's just, he he just, he doesn't buy a lot of things. He'll fix things that are already broken. Mm -hmm. But the reason why he is, he was successful and is good at managing his money, all that, because he had to overcome those hurdles as a child. So, all right. So, so guess this is the result now. The result now is that he's 69. I think he's going to be 70 next year. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. And uh, he like now he he has a whole lifetime of wisdom and success and stuff. Why? Because he had to go over those hurdles. They but have to, they but have when to you have a sheltered struggle. house and you're giving them everything, here's a hey, here's your a new car, go to college. Here's a new this, new mm-hmm. that, new that. They they didn't they didn't have the tools to to fulfill your expectations. You yeah. may think the tools are a new car, um, a fucking ride here, a ride there, right? That's not the tools. Those are aids, but that's not a tool. Yeah. Uh, the, the real tools would have been if they learned how to overcome shit when they were younger, and then they would still have those abilities, and then that's how they're going to reach their success, yeah, not that, by giving them all that's the That's why I, I like those the, the, the people who are financially stable. You know, they can give the kids whatever they want. They can give them whatever the fuck they want. you got to teach them the value. But no, but they tell them like, okay, well, you know, they're up to high school and all this stuff, yeah, I am going to help you. I am going to be there for you. I am going to support you, blah, blah, blah. You, once you go into college, you better do good in school. You know, like, do good in school. Do whatever the hell you want. Take whatever courses. Do whatever, like, you know, degree or whatever. Do whatever the hell you want. Complete it. Do good in that. Be good in whatever you want. And, you know, say if it's uh, someone who, say if someone's dad works in a law firm or something. Mm-hmm. You know, if their kid just so happens to also fall in the footsteps and become a lawyer. The dad will be like, or dad or mom will be like, okay, well, I'll give you here our job. I spoke to people, you know, we're going to give you an internship. Okay. I'm not going to help you with the rest. All I'm going to do is put you in this position. You work your ass off like I worked my ass off. You handle your your shit in here. It's all on you now. Yeah. It's not on me. I gave you I gave you the opportunity. Here it is. Handle your own. That's teaching them like, okay, yeah, you can get some help. But at this point, I gave you as much as I'm going to give you. Now the rest is all up to you. I had to earn my spot. Now you earn your spot in this firm too. Like same with like all these other things. It's harder with the whole doctors like field and so like that, the medical mm-hmm. field just because that's that's a whole different fuck thing. But with like law firms, you know, you you have family in there and stuff. You can do that. Same with like any kind of like sales type thing. If you own a business, like yeah. all right, well we're opening up another chain. Like say if like your pops like you the, get the sales, handed yeah. to yeah. You, they give you something like at this point, this is much help as I'm giving you. You went to school for this. You learned this. You wanted this. Now this is your opportunity. Whether you 
you're like, I'm going to support you, whatever. He's like, but this is your business. If it fails, it fails. Yeah. You try something else. Yeah. If, you, if it success, think- is successful, well, I'll, he's like, if you need, if you need any kind of pointers, blah, 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 that's how you teach kids. You know, like you, you you lead them in the right way. Let two them, guys let them, with no kids <laughs> giving lessons on raising kids. <laughs> but like like you you give them you give them the opportunity to do what they what they want. You know while supporting them if you're you can. Yeah. No, you don't. Don't yeah. do it. My kid wants to lean forward constantly and fall on his face. I don't give him. No, the not that. Like all right, <laughs> all right. Say say if uh, I know, I know when, when your when your son gets older, right? Mm-hmm. Say he's like uh, nineteen twenty. He's going to school for like radio shit. He's like, all right, Dad, I want to... don't do it. No. I regret it. <laughs> no, what if he says, like, like, say this becomes fucking huge and successful and all this shit. He's like, Dad, I want to start a podcast. Would you say, like, would you help him be like, okay, well, this and this and this is how you do it. We'll give you a show. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, sorry. No, what would I give do him is that I, would, tub, I, would, that I would give him my PA and I'd give him an iPhone and be like, this is what I figured it out with. Have fun. You'd give him that tough yeah, love. Yeah. It's like okay, it's, and you'd that's be like good, that you're yeah. not depriving him of yeah, any exactly. lesson. But you'd but you'd still be like you'd be supportive in a way where you're like I'm would, not telling you no. Go I, for it. Do what you need I to do. Show, what you want to do. Would you if do? anything, would you give if him anything, a studio? look at dude. No, I wouldn't give him a studio. I, I, Fuck no. I'd, I'd give him a I desk, wanna, a desk and a computer in the garage like I started. That's the thing. And, and yeah. like if it was guitar, I'd be like, look, I got you the guitar. I got you. I'm not going to teach you how, man. But if you want to go to guitar lessons, I'll do it. Any other way, I'll do it. You're not going to give your kid a fucking Gibson when he's fucking starting. It's like, nah. But what I'm saying is like, even with me, like I had to have the heart. And even with my cousins, my cousins tried to like, hey, uh. Uh, your 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 um, your little cousin wants to learn drums. Do you want to give him your drum set? I go, no, I'm not giving him my drum set. Yeah, fuck you. And, I, <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, well, why? But he wants to learn, and I'm like, and he's gonna drop it in a month or two if he really wants his own drum set. He needs to save up his own money, get a hundred dollars, get himself a groove percussion, some shitty set, and he needs to learn on it because that's the way that's the way it works. Because when there's if you give somebody something, they're never fucking appreciate it. it. Right. Never do. That's, when you earn it on your own, man, it is it is the fucking world. And especially dude. when you start seeing the progress, the positive progress, and you yes. see it, you're like, oh my god, like dude, like I'm getting, I'm not great, I'm getting better. Like I, I didn't know this fucking song before, but I know it now. Yeah. But the way Took me a while to get it, I don't know now. I got know, to I, I said uh, my two cents about you know this subject, and you did too. But I mm. think what we're we're missing is what he. I like what Matt brought in yeah. is that it starts before that. It starts before getting your uh, kids a business and getting yeah. them a, a branch there. It starts mm. before that. It starts as a kid, like you said. You know, are you going to give him a drum set? Yeah, you're right. He would drop it if he if he didn't. But if you make him just if you teach him the value of a dollar yeah. and how hard he's got to work for that dollar and how many dollars he's, he's got to per- get, perfect example. He's gonna appreciate is, uh, it a lot more. Perfect example is uh, it's got to start a lot sooner. Yeah. Perfect example, I think, is uh, the YouTuber Roman Atwood. He's the one who does like the that Atwood pranks, like the guy who started like the water bottle prank where he's acting like he's pissing in public yeah. and all that shit. He's that guy, right? Where like he has, he has he has millions of dollars. Like he's fucking rich as fuck. But, like, uh, there's multiple, like, because he does vlogs and I watch him. And there's things where, like, he's, his son will be like, yeah, you know, I want this iPod. He's like, all right, well, they have their their merch store. So he'll have his kid, like, go work in the store, work a few hours whenever he's there. Like, have him work, like, package fucking things, get labels done, like, put in boxes and do, do all that shit. Makes his kid work, clean out the fucking uh, warehouse. Do all he puts his kid to work. And then he'll pay him, like, depending on, like, how much work he does and all that shit. And it'll be like, uh, like, you'll forget about it, that and all of a sudden, it'll be like a few months later. It's like, well, okay, well, he earned enough. Like, you know, he's working for his cash, and we're going to go to the store, and he's going to buy his iPod or this and that. Like, 
he even told the dad, he's like, yeah, I need to get a new computer. He's like, well, he's like, why? This one's fine. Yeah. He's like, well, this one's a little bit better. He's like, okay. He's like, well, we're gonna sell this one then. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna sell this someone, yeah. and then you're gonna work for the rest of it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. He's like, so work first, you know, get as much as possible, and then we'll sell this and. Well, and, and, right, yeah. and even then, like with my family, like my I, family, think, I think that's the right way to do it. My family was really high on like basically like what they would do is, especially when layaway was around. All right, here's you want that guitar? Here's fifty bucks. I'm putting fifty bucks down for you. You get the other fifty bucks and you work work on it, get it on your own, and then from there you pull it out. It's yours. And that's what my family did. That's constantly cool. with me. So it's like, we're, we're willing to always meet you halfway, son, with anything, but you always have to have a compromise with yeah. us. And even then, like, my, my family, any family member, or actually anybody I've ever met, trust me with money, because what I, I will always do the same thing every single time. Look, bro, I need to borrow $100. I know, I, I know I'm borrowing money. I apologize. Uh, if it makes you feel comfortable, I'll give you my guitar for collateral. But if you trust me enough, give me 100 bucks. I need it. I'll pay you back in two weeks. I'll even pay you 50 bucks next week and the week after. I just need to borrow this money. And I'm not over exaggerating. There hasn't been one person I haven't paid back. I mm-hmm. always make sure because my word has to be my bond and I have yeah. to keep up with it. Because if not, not only do I lose a friend, but what? But was it worth that $100 that I borrowed? So I, I know a friend that lent me up to like, I think like 500, 800 bucks. And I was like, dude, like, I'll pay you back, but the way I'm going to do it is over eight months, I'm going to give you $100 every month. And he'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. And I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I understand not only the value of the dollar, but the understanding of what the almighty dollar does. So yeah. it can it, make and break friendships. Exactly. And not only that, friends. like, just having that, that revelation, I mean, you, you just said, you know, I, I felt it, you know, it took me a while, but you also got to think how you felt at that moment that you have to, you are at the mercy, like you don't have the money. You, so you're, you're asking to borrow that. Don't lose sight of this feeling you have right now. Because next time when you're spending or you're buying a whole bunch of shit that you don't need and that you don't even really care like $75 about. $75 worth of merch from Pennywise and, and then when some, <laughs> And then when something happens and you don't have money, like remember that. Remember that before you splurge. Oh, because, oh I did it. I did it immediately after. You could ask Jose because he's in the car and I'm, yep. I just realized I'm like, fuck, I just spent $75 of merch. And I look, at, uh, I look at my wife and I go, how are we going to pay the <laughs> babysitter? to take care of our kid because uh, she needs a deposit down. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I just spent $75 on something I truly didn't need. And I over splurged cause I was greedy. And now due to that, I'm sacrificing like I have to dip into my savings and something that I shouldn't have had to done and not thinking of my son. Yeah. And after that I was like, fuck dude, you know what? If I go to shows, man, like, Take twenty bucks and yeah, for like and I'll do what I normally what I what I normally do and what I should have fucking done. Wallet stays in the car. Twenty dollars goes into the sock, and you know why it goes into the sock? Because how fucking degrading is it for you to take off your shoe, take off your sock, <laughs> give them that twenty, and they're gonna be like, dude, I don't even know if I want that fucking money, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to do when I got drunk too, man. I used to over, I used to get drunk and fucking buy the bar oh, fucking money, 200, fucking 250. Oh. So what I do is I leave the debit card in the car. I got my twenty dollars or forty dollars, twenty in each pocket. That's four drinks, and then I put another twenty in one shoe and another twenty in the other, and. At that time, I was wearing boots, so yeah. it was a pain in the fucking ass. So, do I really want to take off my boot? And oh, can I, I do it when I'm drunk? 
And, and yeah, that feeling I can imagine, you know, like you, you're wanting you're just to buy like, something uh, and you're like, fuck, do I want to, because I only got two boots and I only got two 20s <laughs> in each one. So it's just. I already like, spent right, that 40. Yeah. That was the limit, bro. You want to go through it? Yeah. No, you I don't. want to go more? Right. You got to put some work so, into it. Yeah. So I'd at least like, even when I did, you know, do stupid things and, and buy stupid shit. Like, I think that's why I I'd, I'd rather carry cash than a card. Yeah. I'm the opposite because card you can fucking just blah 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 blah. Even it's worse. all about your mentality because I'm the opposite. I like when I with have cash, cash. I can it I can burns keep a hole in my pocket. No, when yeah. I have cash, I can actually keep control of it. Like okay, I got this much. Oh, like, especially fuck that. when I go to bar and I'm tipping and I have oh, cash. Yeah, 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 oh fuck yeah. it. Ah oh, fuck. It. I mean, even worse too. Like even when I went to to go buy merch, they were like, <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, do you guys take card? They're like, we take PayPal. And I'm like, I have PayPal credit. Like <laughs> shit, I shouldn't be saying uh, to myself. And I'm like, oh shit, uh, maybe not. So luck. I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Luckily, you know, uh, Rocio and I have been very, very fortunate to, you know, save money and be smart enough and do stuff like that for rainy days. But, you know, it uh, it was a lesson It was 70, yeah, it was 75. I shouldn't have bought the shirt. I own it now, fuck it. And and even then, like, I I shouldn't have bought any of the shirts. I should have stuck with with the hat that I bought. And the reason I I always go for the hat, the reason why I figure I want to wear a shirt, it's going to fade out, it's eventually going to just be crap, I'm going to throw it away. But that hat, man, that hat I'm going to wear every day, if not every other day, any waking moment I have, I'm going to put that hat on and I could wear it with anything. So what's the smarter investment, the hat or the shirt? How long have you been sober? Mm, I don't know, maybe two years? Two years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just thinking because I don't splurge on stuff, but I drink. You'll save a lot on You're drinking. Splur- well, I know, but it seems like the money that you were spending on drinking. Well, once again, then it whatever. goes. Then it goes. Then it gets analyzed again. So, what's more valuable? Something that I'm literally going to piss away, or something I'm going to wear? What's more valuable? Literally piss away. You're being yeah. the yeah, That's what I'm saying. So you exactly. like when you like actually look. Everything has a value. Everything, no matter who you are, yeah. no matter what it is. So I even people will be like, hey, man, you know, why don't you get an Android phone? Well, the value of the iPhone is a lot higher for me. But why? You say that the fucking system always craps out. You complain about all this. Yes, but it has a particular app on there called Boss Jock. And Boss Jock is only available through the iPhone, which allows me to record and do anything through a podcast on my phone whenever I want. No and not only that, I could add sound cartridges. So when you guys want to hear something like this... On the podcast, I have the ability to do it because you have an because iPhone. Because of that, I have yeah. an iPhone, yeah. and then on top of it, what a I, hey, what a huge detail to have that. Like when you're thinking about, yeah, it's just simple, uh, it's yeah. simple little thing. If you're making the phone, say you're fucking Apple, mm-hmm. and it's like, hmm, the, like what? Ooh. What's uh, like this is a big thing what, that's what going on right now. Quick. Uh, hour fifteen. Okay, so so it's like imagine like we make iPhones, you know, and and. How, do, how are we going to fucking fuck the other company? All right, let's have this app and it's going to be our sole thing. Yeah. And we're going to get a whole separate well, niche oh, of people. Not only that, but check this out. Uh, let's play, I think it's this one. Hear what oh, you're listening to right now? Yeah. This is the Comics After Dark comic book review music made through Bandcamp on my phone that I'm able to export and work with. And guess what? Only exclusively through the iPhone or, I, or Apple like products. So it's like, dude, like, as much as people would be like, well, you could do that on Android, there are no programs, there's nothing like that that I use for, so the business that I am in, that I work with... It's a no-brainer. Exactly. What what about, kind of keeping in semi the same kind of thing, with like one thing working on something else... What what do you guys think about the whole uh, net neutrality thing that they're trying to that, that's I think happening? It's stupid. They're trying to keep it in the, like uh, the internet neutral because what the, what they're trying to do 
is make, it, is make the what FCC they're trying to do is make in. internet like if it's cable. So there's different providers. So say if one provider, one internet provider will have like Facebook and Snapchat and all this shit. But if you have the other one, you can't use those apps because it's a part of not apps. Um, <laughs> like uh, just websites through, through yeah, yeah. Like your computer. So let's say Squarespace Rat House Productions is hosted wait, 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 through Squarespace. Wait, we're not getting off that. Right? No, 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 no. It's, it's the, the same, same thing. The same thing. Okay. So let's say Rat House Productions is hosted through Squarespace. So. If Charter own or Spectrum owns Squarespace, oh. only Spectrum people can visit RatHouse.net. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's what they're trying to do. Yes, it's true. So and imagine it, if you love why Facebook, would anybody, right? Why would be anybody before that? It's a way to control mm-hmm. no, and but, more money. All right, so the FCC, they're elected by us, right? We vote on whoever the... No. No. Who, 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 elects, who elects the FCC to do Who elects the, the CIA? The government. The government. So, who, who so they're the talking FBI? about the government. They're going to... So let's say... Well, it's FCC a way to crack down government. on stuff. Yeah. Is the FCC the government? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Like, You're, We're literally turning in to North Korea. No. Yes, they're, yes, they are. No, dude, everything. Slowly but surely. I hate when people. It's control, say stuff bro. Like, that. like, what do you want, man? No. Okay. It, it's then, literally, then well, right. how else would you like describe a, it? You can't describe right, it as Mexico. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> the, you know, they don't have internet servers. <laughs> I hate when people use extremes to get a point across because that takes away from the legitimacy. No, 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 no. Of the fucking no, look the first thing they no, were talking no, look about. At All right, North Korea. They have internet, but they're only their their servers. They're only allowed to look at certain things. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all this, they don't have it. They don't, they're not they don't allowed. have it. They're, it's not allowed. It's it's a okay. of so now imagine if we each have different, like, you know, Spectrum and fucking Charter, all this other stuff. You're not allowed right. to hear the voices, the masses. So say if, I understand. Say, if, say if Charter has Facebook and all this stuff and all that shit, all the good fucking sites that people use, but you have to pay 300 bucks a fucking month to get this. You're like, well, fuck, I can't afford that. Like, what the fuck? And not only is it going to make. It, it's it's making it towards the wealthy who can afford this fucking glamorous shit. Not even glamorous shit. It's shit that we really don't need, but it's th- it's that shit that everyone uses. One, it's gonna take a big hit on all these other companies and shit. But two, it's gonna it's gonna censor what the what the lower fucking um ninety nine percent who can't afford that shit can actually see and get in contact with. Because a lot of people and are not getting only their that, news. But limit freedom of speech, uh, yeah, dude. A lot of people are getting their news. From Facebook, from the live feeds, from uh, all this. So imagine like WikiLeaks or Wikipedia and all this shit. It's going to be allowed or maybe they won't even have it on their service. Okay. This is all, this whole thing is speculation. No. You don't know this is happening. It's on on the board right now. They're they're talking about it. So you're telling me this is a guarantee. This is going to be the new internet. Are you telling me, are you telling me you can guarantee me that this is going to be a must thing? That it's happening. Can you? Yes or no? No. Okay, not not okay. a guarantee. No, no, but, no. Right, so the answer is no, Jose. No, no, no. It is in talks. The paperwork, the, but the paperwork's there, dude. Yeah. Okay. It's hitting it, it, Congress. It's in, it's in talks. Okay, just, allow, me just, to, allow me to get my point uh-huh. across to you. Because, there, all right, so you, since this is not proven, since mm-hmm. this is speculation, you can't say we're turning into North Korea because of a speculation of something that can pass. That's not legitimate. That, so that, that's, when it that's does extreme. pass, are we allowed to use that yes. as an analogy? No, well, okay. no, okay. That, <laughs> He's that, like, hold on, hold on. For that argument, give me the belt. Give me the belt. <laughs> <laughs> no, for that belt. argument, 
Yes, but you cannot say because you're speculating that an event Fair may enough. occur and you're going to say United States is turning into North America. That's crazy. North Korea. We are North America. Yeah, or North, North, did, North did Korea. We, did just, you, like, wait, just like when people say like um, sexual harassment. <laughs> sexual harassment when people say, oh, like he whistled down or something. That's sexual harassment. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I guess. But that's when you're using a word sexual harassment for that. Or using sexual harassment as a guy fucking grabbing their broad pussy, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it, it's, you a can't, broad, it's broad. Oh, okay, you, you that's broad. But you can't use. I hate when people compare things that are extreme because it takes away from the legitimacy of just like the, like the not uh, the fucking people with the those torches and that. March. Oh, the tiki torches. Yeah, the tiki torches. People were like, "Oh shit, we're turning into fucking Germany, Hitler, fucking Nazi Germany." No, we're not. You got a fucking couple extremists that are exercising their fucking. Hey, but, but that's just, how the but Nazis just, started. No. Okay, but, but wait, 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 All it wait, takes is a few. Say, but that's like saying we're so you're you're gonna say we're turning into Nazi Germany because you got a fucking but, couple. But just no. Just know you better use that analogy now, because when Trump does become our fucking dictator leader, dude, you oh, ain't gonna be able to say it. <laughs> no, no, but look at this. Did you, you see ever, what I'm understanding? No. You understand yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying, but did you ever imagine that the only way you can watch a fucking Dodger game is by fucking going to Time Warner? No. Did you ever imagine that was ever gonna happen? You're like, no, that'll never fucking happen. That's stupid. That's the only way you can fucking watch it. Yeah. Thanks, KCal Nine. That's that's what's happening. But but the difference, so now, but the also, difference here is the the difference with your uh with uh, Dodgers and so that's a product and they they bought the sole rights for that. The internet is uh open. The internet's no, fucking, but you know that's what I mean? that's what I'm saying. They're trying to regulate it like if it's cable. They're trying to get internet and regulate it like it's cable. So Spectrum can buy the rights to only have Facebook or Twitter and all the shit. They're making it just like that. That's what they're working on right now. I don't think it would. I just don't. But I we don't the, see we the, the possibility. We thought the same thing about that. There's also cable providers where they'll have Nickelodeon or they don't. Or say if Spectrum has all this stuff, say if Charter has all these like Facebook and all that stuff. But the only way you can do it is to pay a higher fucking. So you don't payment. think that there's any higher ups that are thinking like you? People, people with position of power, you think that they're not going to be like see the flaws in this and not allow it to happen? Yeah, but once you you can see the flaws. All we need is the majority all, to know that this is what it should be. But like the presidential election, not everyone is going to speak up and vote. Yeah. And then whose fault is that? Exactly. If we want it bad but enough, then, if we want it bad enough to keep the internet as it will be, there will be and we all that, that, use the internet there, there's, every day. There's already a movement happening. To keep this from from, changing. I wouldn't worry about it until it starts. Like, but it, the, the same once thing, it but starts, once it's up for legislation, mm-hmm. then I'm fucking tripping because no, that's but, right next to a lobby the change. There's already there's a, a movement going on to keep this bill from passing that uh low that hires the 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 tax on uh on uh, just like regular everyday people like us and all that shit, uh-huh. and it lowers the tax for corporations. Okay. So now the fucking smaller people are paying higher fucking tax. And it, this just passed. And there was a movement to stop this a while ago. And nothing happened. People were pissed okay, off about so now it. We're getting but they politics. didn't do, No, that, but they didn't yeah. do shit about it. it. It's the same kind of thing where there's a movement happening and everyone sees it. All they do is just like, 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 like. Oh, yeah, do this. But they don't do anything about it personally, yeah. you know? I get what you're and saying. Then things just, I just like, don't think it, this it's is kinda, that it, close. But it's kind of the, the things like in the whole media type of stuff where they make a big outrage about something. And then they fucking slip it under the fucking rug when no yeah. one's looking, kind of thing. You know, and yeah. all of a sudden you're like, you wake up, and you're like, wait, why the fuck can I go on this? Why, why, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, sorry, it's not a part of your provider anymore. You're like, fucking really? Yeah, I, I understand that it is a possibility. It can't happen. You're right. 
yeah. absolutely can happen, mm-hmm. you know, but before something like that does happen where they start, you know, having it like, you know, Time Warner and all yeah. that, like TV has gone, I think it's going to, there's going to be a lot more signs of it and then there's going to be a time to worry about it. Now is not the time. I think right now it is to catch it. Be It's, it's like when weeds are growing, you're not going to wait until they're full grown. You're going to wait. You're going to fucking pick them out when you see them fucking starting to is sprout. It that, is it at that point right now? Like it's starting to sprout. Yeah. Okay, so is it at the point to where that the the masses should worry? Yeah. Oh, I feel because, like if it because, is at that point, I would have heard about be, it. No, already. because it's one of those things. It's one of those things where us people we really have no control over it. It's the corporations who do the deals with other fucking corporations. You know, so if Facebook really wanted to, if Mark Zuckerberg really wanted to, he can sell the rights of his uh like like a. Uh, fucking address or whatever like his ip yeah, address whatever yeah for, for he sold facebook. his ip address of facebook he sold the rights to exclusively to spectrum then only people with spectrum can use it okay. if he really wanted to do it right now he could of course he could it could also be like regular it would cable. die though it would die no though. but it could, it, i mean it could also be like knowing See, knowing, the, knowing zuckerberg i know he'll, he'll be the kind of person who where if he sells the rights to Say every single company, right? So he's still getting more money out of that, but the other companies are still paying. But then it's the company who can be like, okay, well, we have now we're going to have certain levels, just like how they have basic cable, advanced cable, you know, blah blah. blah. And then if you want every single channel, you pay a fucking shitload of fucking cash for it. Yeah. It's, it can move into that level because at that point you have no say. The only say you have is, well, am I going to stay with this cable or internet provider, or am I going to go with somebody else who has it for a little bit cheaper? But I'm still going to be paying more than what I, I mean. Have so, now. so now I'm trying to because. I know it's a lot to take in. Like I, yeah. I was reading up on this shit, and I was like, "Man, well, it's a the lot to fuck take. Is getting to it's a lot to take in." But so I'm, I'm trying to think about your scenario. What if, what if Zuckerberg decided to do that and sell it to Spectrum, so only people that had Spectrum would do it? Well, guess what? Yeah, people he's gonna would lose, say, he's "Fuck gonna you, lose. Facebook," but that, and that, they'd have something else. Something else would yeah. replace it. But but, but you can't have that with the internet. No, but that's what, are you what I'm saying. Replace the internet. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is knowing Zuckerberg, not knowing him personally, but knowing like how a, a business mentality would think. He would sell the rights to all the internet providers, right? So everyone can get it. The only catch is now that the internet providers have it, yeah, they're selling it, but they're selling it as their fucking premium package where you only get Facebook when you get every other single fucking thing too. So you're paying the highest price just to get that. But but wouldn't you say, like I just said, fuck you, Facebook, and go to something else? True, a lot of people would start doing that, but at the same time, it, but see, how do you do that off. for the internet? But it, that, that's the saying. That's what we're saying. Like it's, it's a form because mind you, all the internet providers and all this stuff, they're being run by fucking bigger fucking people. Mm-hmm. So it's a form of censorship in that aspect. It's not a form of saying like, no, you can't look at this. No, it's saying, well, it's either pay us. Or it's you a ain't way to limit. Shit. Yeah, it's, I it, just, yeah. I wouldn't and be think, about, think about, about how many it. think about how many people use social media. Right, all over the world. Yeah. And now, if there's a big portion who can't have access to this stuff, how much? How much things off the off the all the live videos but it that people survive. are That's what like, I'm telling you. I know, no, it I know. It would I not know. last. So don't worry about it. It, it, it. But it is still something to worry about. Why? It would not last. If if if, if what you're saying, like if Facebook were to do that, people would say "fuck you" and not do it. And then guess what? We'd move on our lives to the next thing. That's what mm-hmm. we do. We we're we're. We distract. We're so distracted by this thing, the, yeah. by the now. But guess what? Once we don't have access to that, we're going to get distracted to something else. Yes. But then, so how I long? Worry how long it. until after that? Until say, if this does happen, right? 
How long until after that where they actually start censoring? Because at that point, you're paying for a certain thing, and now the FCC is going to get more involved and start censoring fucking sites where, you know, because it, it is possible to censor sites. But you're, Multiple you're countries worrying have about done possibilities it. You, because you're saying, because well, then things, this happens. Because if you look at our past, things that we thought were only possibilities are now facts. Yeah, but you cannot drive yourself crazy worrying about, worrying about different possibilities. That's mm-hmm. how you, you can't do that. But you Society always, can't but you do always, that. You always have to have the jump on it. So if this happens, what am I going to do? You, yeah. you 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 don't have to worry. You don't have to like stress over about it. I'm not stressing over it, but it's a possibility. So you have to keep your mind open for that possibility and be like, okay, if this does happen, I have to look for an alternate route. Yeah, I have to look for something else. Yeah, because think about this: if that does happen, it can affect all podcasts. Well, what if the internet just disappeared one day and we didn't have it? So so, am I going to start fucking finding things and start coming up with things to do if the internet disappears? No, we no. get a loudspeaker. You get PA systems and go. You know what I mean? Nuts. Like you can't just. I I completely know what you're saying. Well, what if this? Then this, and then we're not gonna have this, and then you're going in circles, and none of it's reality. It's all speculation. Not when you have yet. when you have zero yeah. uh, reality and all speculation, then you 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 have no direction. You have but, no course. But it's not, yeah, but but it's but, not speculation if things are getting in motion because the idea obviously was brought up already, and it wasn't upon Jose saying that I'm guessing upon anything. This is upon news and Congress that's already coming. Out and talking yeah. about it, so at this point, it's not speculation. It's when and where, if or when it's going to happen. Okay, yeah, it's not. It, it really is. You're isn't right. A when and if it's a whole bunch of. So if, if it ever, a lot get, of things but are if it gets shut down, to, obviously there there's no reason to talk about it anymore. But if it happens, that's why what we're sitting in right now is a neutral zone. That's either it's going to or it's not. It's not. It, it, it's not a speculation anymore, man. It's a do or die. Yeah, everyone no. thought. Trump's running. He's never going to win. Exactly. That's, that's never going to happen. Trump will never win. You're out of your fucking mind if you think he's going to win. All of a sudden, he won. We're like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, but, all right, like, who didn't vote? No, no, no. <laughs> and it's all the people who didn't vote that are bitching about it. It's like, no. dude, you, you had your chance. The difference between your analogy is that there's two. There's two. All right. So we're there's not different. talking about what if is going to happen. We're th- this is a possibility. But yeah. but, we're, but when we're bringing about uh, Clinton and fucking Trump, there's only two options. One of them are going to happen this the, the internet being depart, departmentalized is not that argument it's different it's a no, whole different because thing. there's a chance you should have happening. Bill no, staying no, no. off you're no, having because... a question you're having a question of if an event's going to happen the possible what you're saying is you're we're we're having a discussion of a event that has a possibility of happening uh-huh. or we're talking about a, a, an election where one of those is guaranteed to happen yeah that's completely no no different. no no, no. Because what what were the chances of uh, of Trump winning? Not fifty fifty percent winning or fifty percent losing? Yeah. Right? There's fifty percent chance of this happening and fifty percent chance no, of this isn't it's happening. It's not fifty percent. Yes, it is. Well, no. you're forgetting that the brain it's surgeon that gonna... was in the running, dude. Like Trump was not fifty percent until they fucking ran with him, dude. So yeah. his percents were even lower than that. It was supposed to be like two to three percent. And but look it's where it's not fifty percent that this can happen. It's not. No, there's always a fifty fifty chance of something happening or not happening. Okay, yes. There's not a chance of it. Maybe no. But you're not it's taking into consideration the odds of it happening. You're not taking into consideration the odds of it happening. It's not fifty percent. Just because there's only a yes or a no doesn't mean the odds are fifty percent. No. Yeah, but Trump's odds the, were low too. Okay, but the, the you, but you're also the, the people that said Trump will never be president are the people the leftists, the, the people, people that were that did not that like didn't, him that didn't fucking vote. Yeah, yeah like, well, <laughs> and also the people assholes. that they didn't take into consideration that people like that 
are people that assume that they're always right. Yeah, I hate they're, they're I not hate t- like big assumptions like that. Yeah, and and for you to say like it's that out out of the ball, like he won why? Because people were afraid of Hillary, and you know, and now that all this shit's happening, and they're like, you know, Bernie what? we should have won it. We should have. Well, really, they said they <laughs> fucked Bernie. <laughs> they yeah, fucked, yeah, they, they well, bet, no, Bernie they supposedly won over. it. So Bernie supposedly won it, but the fucking vote was like, hey, you know, the lefts fucked yeah. themselves because they wanted they, their own they wanted their agenda to be Hillary, and everyone hated Hillary so much, like. I'm not voting for this bitch. I'm not voting for him. I'm not going to vote. And then all everyone, a lot of people voted for Trump. Really? Like, they could have had well, anybody else but Clinton, and they probably would have won. Yeah. Bill, we miss you. <laughs> I'm back. Willie. <laughs> Willie. Get in here, Willie. I think with that, we're going to end it. This is a great conversation. Good I shit. fucking loved it. Uh, next time. <laughs> Later, bitches. Cool.